Hello, students. Welcome back. I am Professor Cancer, of course. Welcome to another course of the Iron Kingdoms. Today, we are actually going over some Cadorn Warjacks. And of course, as mentioned in our course that went over the Cadorn manufacturing and fabrication of Warjacks, we all know that all Cadorn Warjacks are heavy class Warjacks. So I had to come up with a way to distinguish them between each other so that I can break these videos up and not just read a huge log of heavy Warjacks from Kodor, which is all of their Warjacks. So I am breaking this up into their staple class Warjacks, which be Warjacks that you see everywhere in Kodor because they're very widely used. Then I'll be breaking it up into heavy class Warjacks, which are their Warjacks that are a lot heavier armored than the rest of them. Then I will be breaking it up into their heavy boiler class Warjacks, which are their Warjacks that are actually used in the wilds of the northern country, usually open land, where a heavier boiler would allow them to actually move quicker along the rough terrain. So a little bit more specialization there. And then last but not least, we'll be going over their unstable Warjacks. Jacks that have been around for so long and been put through so much use that their cortexes sometimes will explode if tried to use. So most people usually hand them off to either journeyman warcasters who don't really put that much focus into them, or they're really good for people that can command them with hand signals and verbal commands like jack marshals and such. You know, those types of folks. Or if you're Vladimir Tebeski, who likes his berserkers mixed in with Drago, personal rager warjack which is our last portion of our warjacks which would be all the character style warjacks that are connected to certain warcasters in the Kadorn army followed by of course our colossal style warjacks which are not large they're colossal which means they tower over every other warjack on the battlefield up to another colossal at least all right guys well let's begin all right starting this off in alphabetical order because that's how the archives are set We'll be starting with the Decimator, Kodor Heavy Warjack. Initial service date started in 587 AR. Height at 11 feet 7 inches. Weight at a little under 10 tons. Fuel load 783 pounds. Good morrow. General use lasts for 4 hours. Combat use 45 minutes. So not a very long jack, but I feel like when you have a warjack in a battle zone, 45 minutes is more than enough. Armaments include a dozer cannon and a ripsaw. All right, let's start the reading from the archive. As the Kadoran Empire has expanded its territories and come up against the toughest defenses of its enemies, it has needed increasingly powerful tools to sow destruction. Enter the Decimator, which Kodor engineered to annihilate well-armored targets with powerful direct fire. The Jack's thunderous cannon smashes its victims to the ground before it closes and tears them into unrecognizable scraps with its mighty saw. The heart of the Decimator Dozer repeating cannon is a revolving chamber housing the weapon's oversized ammunition. The impact of one of these massive slugs smashes its unfortunate target backwards, if not annihilating it outright, and punches a hole in the enemy's line. In close combat, the Decimator relies on its massive ripsaw, a wicked weapon capable of shredding anything in its path and the jack has been used extensively in recent years to assault the most impregnable fortifications of Kodor's enemies, where it deals staggering punishment to their heaviest defenders. Now, the Decimator is one of my favorite Kodor warjacks to see, not, not ever go against, thank goodness I haven't ever had to go up against that, 
However, when they say the dozer cannon is powerful, they're not they're not kidding. The the size of the rounds can actually knock back pretty much anything it hits. And if you're a standard, you know, soldier who's not wearing, you know, the heaviest armor behind fortifications, most likely you're not going to be beat back by this cannon because it's just going to go through you or make a mess of you on your allies. So, one fantastic cannon, uh, way shorter range than the standard uh, destroyer class warjack, which we'll get to in a moment. And its ripsaw is a phenomenal weapon because once it gets in on its opponent, it doesn't have to pull away to take another smack because it's a ripsaw, literally a chainsaw spinning blades. So it just crushes in and just keeps pushing down. So very good against very hard to hit war beast or warjacks because it doesn't have to do a second swing. Very phenomenal. Alrighty, moving on to the destroyer, Kodor Heavy Warjack. Initial service date, 537 AR, or 480 AR, depending on which particular chassis type you like. Height, 11 feet, 7 inches. Weight, 9.5 tons. Fuel load, 815 pounds. General use, 4 hours. Combat use, 50 minutes. I suppose since this guy's usually a standback, Jackie doesn't use that much power. His armaments include his bombard cannon and an executioner axe which is a pretty phenomenal. Let's begin. Compared to the other nations, Kodor's technological advancement of warjacks has been slow, mostly because the country's mechanics build their warjacks to last. A prime example is the Destroyer, which has served in various iterations as the premier Kodoran siege assault warjack for over 100 years. Gaining popular fame in the first Thornwood War, the whistling of its shells arcing overhead is a prelude to destruction heralding the thunderous blasts that tear apart everything in the target's vicinity. The destroyer's current design has not changed for over 70 years, but the series goes back as far as 480 AR. Even with antiqued armaments, these impressive early jacks shelled Signaran fortifications from across the Dragon's Tongue River. Improvements to the bombed cannon in 537 AR cemented the destroyer as a centerpiece of Kadoran war engineering. Though most famous for its role in delivering a punishing bombardment, the destroyer is no less formidable when engaged in close combat. Its designers did not skimp on armor. Its iron-plated chassis is as heavy as a juggernaut and provides formidable protection. One mighty stroke from the destroyer's axe can shear entire limbs from enemy warjacks, which I've seen. And when they say enemy warjacks, that works on every enemy warjack I've seen it go up against, or war beast for that matter, and it's usually very messy on both ends. Like, for whatever reason, I don't know how the Mechanica did it, but they created an axe that, you know, can occasionally just slice through things like butter. Whether it's enemy armor, humans, warjacks, war beasts, you name it, it can get through it. However, its bombard cannon is probably the most useful tool just because the range is the equivalent of a standard sniper from way far away. However, its targeting array is definitely a lot to be desired because most of the time when a destroyer is shooting, you're more hoping that it hits the target rather than you know assured that you're going to smack right dab into it. But as a blasting range, so that does take a lot of the you know accuracy issues away. All right, let's move on. Alrighty guys, let's talk about one of the most common Kodoran Warjacks in their army. That would be of course the Juggernaut, Kodor Heavy Warjack. Initial start date 516 AR or 465 AR depending on the chassis. 
height 11 foot 7 inches weight 9 tons so it's actually pretty light and pretty nimble fuel load 798 pounds general use 4.5 hours combat use 50 minutes armament and ice axe and unlike some other warjacks it only has the one weapon so that probably explains why it weighs a little less than the other warjacks all right let's begin with what the archives say Vigor is usually better in Kodor, and the country's mechanics employ this principle with each successive warjack they design. As brutally efficient in modern warfare as when it was first conceived, the Juggernaut is a mammoth of plated armor regarded as the embodiment of Kodor's temperament and an example of the supremacy of the Gadoran martial warjack. Fewer Juggernauts come off the assembly lines today than the past decade, but they can endure brutal punishment and can be rebuilt and repaired countless times before they are scrapped. Some juggernauts serving on the front lines have been persisted for more than 100 years. The current juggernaut armament and chassis date back to 516 AR, but its original chassis is older, having been designed in 465 AR to replace the aging model based on the berserker chassis. In fact, the chassis design is the basis for a number of today's Kadoran warjacks. The juggernaut combines powerful steam engine with as much armor as the chassis can carry. Inspired by mechanical techniques of the Grey Lord Covenant, the Mechanics Assembly created the Ice Axe for the Juggernaut in 517 AR. The weapon encases its target in a layer of ice, causing it to seize up. Even glancing blows can freeze enemy warjacks in their tracks and cause their engines to screech to a protest against their frozen limbs. Kadorans respect power, and there is not a soul in the motherland who does not admire the storied Juggernaut and its endless list of accomplishments in battle. And when you get to see a Warjack or war beast freeze and just allow your Juggernaut to just tear into them without having to, you know, hit them because basically they're frozen to the spot. So he's just, you know, has in his way with them. It's actually very, very impressive that this particular chassis design is almost a hundred years old at this point in time. Like when you do something right, it just stays right. Also, why they don't build as many anymore, because well, they can just keep fixing the old ones over and over and over again. Most Kadoran mechanics I've known, since most of the chassis is based on the Juggernaut's original design, it's all working on the same warjack, just different weaponry. It's very impressive. Also, most warcasters I ran within Kodor usually had at least two or three of these guys in reserve, or on the battlefield most of the time, just because... If you know you're going to get in melee, you want to have these guys with you at all times. Bombard guys are good for the destroyer when you have to, you know, siege someplace or when you have to stay a little more distance from your enemy or they don't want to come over to you like in the Dragon's Tongue battle. The Juggernaut is the staple of melee in the Kadoran army. Alrighty, moving on to a more fun one where people are seeing what they could do with the Juggernaut chassis. Of course, we're talking about the Marauder. Kodor Heavy Warjack. Marauder was initialized in a 522 AR, height 11 feet 7 inches, weight 10.25 tons. It's probably because of his twin ram pistons that has attached to him as his armaments. Its fuel load is 860 pounds, general use 4 hours, combat use 45 minutes. And this thing is definitely a great battering ram. Let's read what the archives have to say about it. Designed to pulverize both buildings and armored warjacks with equal ease, the Marauder is armed with a pair of pneumatically driven battering rams. Though originally developed to aid in siege warfare, these crushing rams 
are even more useful for obliterating or displacing enemy warjacks. They provide unsurpassed tactical control of their battlefield commanders. The Marauder can hurl 10 tons of enemy warjacks to the side with no more difficulty than a rampaging bear knocking aside a man. An industrial mechanic named Targ Fedro was inspired to try the design after observing the snowmasons in a quarry. After replacing an old labor jack's broken arms with the battering rams, he tested it against a quarry wall and nearly brought down the entire face with a single blow. Excited at the military potential, he took the design to the mechanic assembly to build a prototype using the ubiquitous juggernaut chassis. Those who witnessed trials against similarly heavy Kadoran jacks were astonished at the power wielded by the piston-driven arms. Though any warjack can knock away an adversary, if it has sufficient distance for a full charge, the Marauder can achieve similar results standing still. With the devastating power of its twin rams, the Marauder can send lesser warjacks flying through stone walls to become mere wrecks of torn steel and shattered pistons. Also, a fun tactic if you're running a Marauder or two on the battlefield is actually to use those ramming pistons it has to actually slam your enemies into other enemies and you create almost like a, uh, a pool effect knocking balls into each other, thus knocking down not only the target that you're trying to hit, but then the additional target that it slams into, because, well, that's how it works. I've also seen people use him to knock a war beast into his actual controlling warlock, which caused all sorts of devastating effect on that particular battle plan. He is definitely a very efficient design for a lot of battlefield control. Alrighty class, well that is going to conclude all of our standard type of Warjacks for the Ghidorn Empire. Also a big thank you to Privateer Press for letting us read their fantastic lore on this particular class. And your homework, as always, is please like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your fellow gamers about this class so we can increase the class size. Please comment, I love seeing questions, I love hearing about your certain experiences with these models or units or any any warjacks or any type of experience you have that relate to this i would love to see it down in the comments so we can keep it up or if you have any certain questions about any new stuff coming up or any stuff that you'd like to see on this class please make a comment i would love to get them up for you as quick as i can if they're outside of this course that is completely fine with me i have every archive at my disposal so we can go over it Alrighty class, and as always, class dismissed.